What's up, people? You're tuned into Living Millennially with Steph Kai, a safe place tackling life as a millennial, discussing topics we should be talking about but are afraid. From the highs and the lows of relationships to the struggles of everyday life, church, work, people, and staying sane. Let's break it down and detox as we try to find a way to make it out alive. If you don't show up for yourself, then who will? It's a safe space. Make with that now. Living Millennially with Steph Kai. You're locked inside the Living Millennially with Steph Kai podcast. And the song that you're hearing is Lauren Hill's Forgive Them Father. We'll begin the episode in a few, but let's hear some more beautiful and melodic sounds of Lauren Hill. Forgive them, Father. They know not what they do. Welcome to another episode, guys, of Living Millennially with Steph Guy. This is episode five, and this episode is titled Forgive and Forget Psh, The Art of Forgiving and Releasing with Joe Glow. The Psh was supposed to actually be a lesser effect, but you know me extra, so <laughs> that's why that happened. Today, I have my friend Joel Baker and uh, Wait, 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 um, page name again? Joe Glow. Joe Glow. You can tell them more about what, yes. what's the inspiration behind that. <laughs> and we're just going to speak candidly and openly, explicitly about forgiveness and what it is that as young persons we go through in terms of relationships and also how it is that we attack forgiveness and what it is that we need to do to truly forgive someone. Does true forgiveness exist? Can you really forgive somebody and move on? Do we need to talk to them after we forgive? All of those things we'll talk about in the episode. So I'm going to start with a word of scripture, which is Colossians 3 verse 13. And it says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. The Bible says it, but as humans, this is hard, right, Joel? Right? (laughs) And everyone at some point in their lives will be the victim of wrongdoing. Anger and frustration will creep in and poison our hearts towards someone or something. But are we really hurting them or ourselves? That's the question today. So we're going to look at how we manage forgiveness as millennials today and all of that good stuff. So Joe Glodas, tell them a little bit about yourself. First of all, let me make sure I'm going to say it's millennial. Yes, get it. Get it. Hey everybody, my name is Joelle. Yes, Joelle Baker. I don't really share my last name but I need to start not true come here somebody don't yes so yes my name is Joel Baker I am first and foremost a Christian I love Jesus however we're not boring we shall have a grand time <laughs> yes we're not boring Christians don't have to be boring I love Jesus so much and I just want to bring glory to his name I am an attorney in waiting. Yes, come on now. At me because I need them clients. Yes. <laughs> and 
um, I just believe that I'm a human being. I'm just trying to be better every day. I'm a creative soul. I don't like doing one thing forever. I'm chosen, anointed. I'm a girl boss. I'm going to get this money and get this success. And I just want to be an inspiration as I am inspired because... You know, I think everybody should just strive to be their best self. It's not about the riches and the money alone. Because if you are fabulous, I will say you Gaga Slim is not about the riches. And, and not about the riches. And, oh wait, no, Maka. Anyway, you guys know Maka is my Auntie. girl. Sorry to, sorry to disrupt you. But I totally get what you're Auntie saying. Continue. But yeah, I just, I just believe that all of us should just try to leave this earth in the best state possible. And that is what I'm trying to do. And Amen. there's this thing going around that I have noticed and I was talking to my friend about it that you don't have to be perfect to motivate people. Me not show you my organized draw and say me plan out my life perfect. Because when me miss one step, me feel like me drop down before and can't get up. Thanks so much, Joel, for giving yeah. them a synopsis. Yeah. We actually know each other from prep school, the best prep school. So I always talk oh, about the best high school, yeah. which is Campion College. Not really, though. <laughs> Sorry. No. Peter and they tell me so. Campion people <laughs> like to think that. But we're going to let them think that. But the best prep school, which is Mona Preparatory School, motto is I serve. Yes. So big up all the glimity, glamity people from Mona Prep. And that's where class. we know her from. And since then, we've just been keeping it jiggy. And, and we it, bond over yeah. all things media and yeah. rising stars. Yeah, I need to stop saying jiggy like <laughs> Elephant Man era done. <laughs> What's the new thing? Gigi, boomy, yeah, we're working with that. I don't know. Alrighty, so let's get in the episode, Joe. Yes. Let's talk about what is forgiveness first. What is so, it? In your own way, in your own terms. Um. Well, my best definition of forgiveness is something as looking for. And I finally find it just before the episode starts. I heard Bless it about the Lord. three years ago. It actually is the reason why I've taken on this new identity as Joe Glow. And it's funny that, you know, you brought me here to talk about forgiveness because it's my new thing. <laughs> and that's why I'm Joe Glow now. And this quote is just, boy. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. No, man, say that again. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. What them do I like poetry night? Them, <laughs> them are, we need a snap for that. I Guys, say, that yeah, was- you. <laughs> What's the basis behind you? Joe Glow basically came about. I was off Instagram for a year because I needed to do some soul searching and reflecting and piece back myself together. Yeah. And during that year, I went into a relationship that was really not for me. It ended up being very toxic. I allowed too much to go too far. It made me very bitter. And towards the end of it, um, God told me, okay, you can go back on Instagram. And I searched about three weeks for a name. And Joe Glow came to me because during that relationship, I had lost so much self-esteem. And I didn't, I wasn't happy anymore. And I just didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel capable and successful. And I was like, no, girl, you have to get back your glow. And then obviously, yes, you know, really big mother glow in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) So forgiveness, is it something you do for yourself? Oh, for and sure. if it's something that you do for yourself, why is it so hard? It's hard because we as people and to me, like if you just have ambition and you want to be successful, you just hold yourself accountable for things. And but that's something that a lot of persons don't do. And right, I find that 
all the time people I, I, I said to my friend the other day because I went through a similar situation recently and persons who are always playing victims mm-hmm. that's a red flag but guess what red flag that still is accountability because <laughs> red flag they're holding, red flag no they are because really and truly what going inside them is they're holding themselves accountable for failures yeah they don't realize that they're doing it but they're good at projecting failure on themselves and so them hold themselves in this little prison and woe is me and woe is that and woe is the other so, you know you mm. know say you know you know say sometimes you know forgive yourself yeah by For, blaming yeah. other people and it really and truly what's happening is you is really you you know but it's easier to project it to the world upon other people you really hope you're really saying to yourself i'm not good enough to rise above this so i can't forgive myself but the thing is that i'm gonna underscore that point with Mm -hmm. as young persons we go through a lot of relationships and it's emotionally traumatizing listen ptsd nervousness it's a lot after a while you move on from somebody but there are just certain relationships that you can't, no matter how much years it takes, you just can't get over There's the person. Not even get over, but you just yeah. can't look past what the person did. Yeah. So, what's the benefit of forgiving them if you know, say, 10 years from now, you're still going to look on the person and be like, you look a little rascal. Yeah. <laughs> the benefit is you feel better. You feel better and you give your, your mind some space. So, is, is forgiveness a self censor thing? It's not, but if you need it to be to get through what you need to do, you can start. So there. basically, you're saying that if it means that at all costs, once you are taking care of yourself, you just have to do what you have to do. So me, see, it, you know, because for me, it's like if I cannot use you to get over what you did to me because I am losing my sanity, I am emotionally disturbed, I'm going to make it about me to get over this. Because at the end of the day, it's affecting me. Yeah. Especially if you're unaffected. The next question I want to ask then, does playing victim really help? No, sir. I mean, and how long can you play victim? You can play victim forever how long you want. But if you want to get over it, you got to stop. You have to take accountability for your part. That's just facts. It is facts. Once you accept the situation, really and truly, you know, those moments leading up to hopefully your forgiveness, yeah, play over the story 10 million times in the head, yeah, broke it down, yeah, point form it, you're going through over and over and over in your head what's happened, why it hurt me, da 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 da, how it happened, when it happened, what data, how much time it happened. But really and truly, you need to start going, okay, I accept that it happened. Yeah. When I look back, what could I have done better? Or, what does me playing this story five times over, even if I couldn't have done anything better to help it? What does it do to help me? Really and truly nothing, you know. Stress does not change the situation other than making you more nervous or anxious. Push yourself to let it go. And it's funny because now more than ever this last quarter in 2019, I am finding out the the power, the overwhelming power of forgiveness. And I am soaring because of it. It might not show up on the outward yet when I drive no beam or nothing. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like a whole different person. I am more loving towards people. And that way we can get God work done better. Because I'm able to forgive things that have affected my life in a larger way. I can do smaller things that make up bigger steps to my life yeah. a lot better. Forgiveness for me was something that I 
I could not do. Mm-hmm. And even now, it's something still hard, but I'm getting there. Mm. Forgiveness starts when a person acknowledges they're wrong. Right. That has done something to us. So a lot of us hold on to things because that person didn't say sorry. That person never even acknowledged so them do it or them know them do it or never even said nothing because that's how your mind is trained to think from early basic training so that is what we grew up doing well that's true and even earlier in the year something happened with me as well and the person just disappeared mm. and i had to forget because as you said them just all right like i go about them life you know yeah, and you, you did it you know when me realize i need to have a forgive let me go somewhere where you probably don't expect when my friend, my friend that I love so much and we were so close, right. died. Oh, and we had an argument before he died. How, how do you expect that person to acknowledge what they did when they're not even alive? So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> that's that's chilly. That's what do you you stealing. it is hard but it forced me to realize pick yourself up girl you have to just let it go you have to forgive because there's no nobody now gonna acknowledge that and then because the person died that way you start to think well what could I have done to prevent this what could I have done to do this da, 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 da. You there's no resolve when the there's no two-sided resolve when the person is gone so what are you gonna do have to move on you have to move on and that is why moving on is not an apology moving on is not always mending the relationship moving on is not having a conversation about it moving on sometimes just picking up yourself and just letting it go mm-hmm. but we're gonna go to something very personal and touchy mm-hmm. for you i hope you're okay to talk okay. about it you always mention this thing on social media mm-hmm. how you overcame it and mm-hmm. even if you're not 100 percent there it's something that still pricks at you from time to time maybe mm-hmm. share that story with us how that really affected you and how you had to manage forgiveness and employ that method in a very selfless way to get out of that so let me just say I have authority to speak on this situation because it is my life and it is my business. I'm not here to bash anybody. I'm here to speak my truth. Right. And for me, the relationship, it was like 10 months. Mm-hmm. It, it was... In millennial world, that's like five years. <laughs> right? Mm. Anyway, as I was saying, 10 months, right? I thought it was for me. Kill me dead. This was is This was the husband. This the one. Was the one. Ready because and because... I had that mindset. Nothing was going to break what God put together in my head. You understand what I'm Sunday, saying? Yeah. So you hold on and you hold on and hold on. Anyway, long story short, the relationship ended. And How ended badly did it end? Very toxic. Like, like, Extremely like, toxic. Like On a scale of 1 to 10, what was like the... Like 15. 15. It brought out very ugly parts of me. Because I held on to so many very toxic things that I allowed to happen to me in mm-hmm. the relationship and I never forgave any of them truly because for me it was all happening so fast back to back that by the time I thought I started to work on forgiving once <laughs> something else happened that it was like a build up for me and I was so angry 
when the last thing I allowed to happen, that I myself became very toxic. You know, I expressed my frustration. Do you understand? And I know that must have really affected the person because it must have. Did you care about the person at that I time? I loved the person. Yeah, but and like I mean, when it ended, um, did you really care about how they felt? You just wanted them to feel the hurt that you were feeling. I didn't even want them to feel the hurt. That's very selfless. I wanted them to understand they did. what they did to me and how selfless I had been the entire time. And that's what people don't understand. That sometimes when people take up themselves and put themselves with people, it's not really that you know that... And people talk about red flags. But you know when you're hoping that somebody will see that you're a yes. genuine person and you're not a jingba? Yes. So, like out of road? Thank you. Because I'm like, boo, I'm the catch. Yes. Oh, so come on now. What's you over <laughs> The Lord says the man leaves the home to look for the person. Yes. So um, the person was going through so much, which is why they were so toxic in the relationship. And I'm not calling him a bad person because Jesus heals and saves. But but um, I also probably brought out a lot of hurtful things in them. My my actions, my words reminded mm-hmm. them probably of really low points in their life, mm-hmm. and it was like a replay for them. I'm sure. And those are the things that I thought about in the period that we weren't speaking to each other. Like, wow, okay, yes, he was really wrong, but Joe. Joe, you know better. You never have to go through all of that. So you start, we just start blaming myself. Like, okay, what could I do? Better? And that's the number one thing. As people, we if you when you when you really love somebody, the first thing is to validate them by saying something is wrong with you. Yeah, that's the first thing we do. We inflict a lot of pain on yes. ourselves to make the person look free. R- exactly. And me, me and my friend Chris talk about this all the time. Like, Joel, you are not medicine. You are not here to save the sick. It ain't your job. You ain't Jesus. And it's true. That's but true. I don't know why we like to do that as people. And then I sat down. And in that period, it was me starting to blame myself. So no, me didn't have up myself. No, once my friend then picked me up and said, No idiot girl, come pick up yourself. That is not yeah, my you. friend is stronger than right? When I started to pick up myself now and start getting back and say, But look how you used to stay. Oh you make yourself reach this low self-esteem, worthless feeling point. I start to reflect now the anger back upon him. So me start get upset in my spirit, right? I wake up every day upset snappy i don't want to be social because it needs to fix window what was the reaction of this person throughout all of this when you thought you were giving it a hundred percent to fix it bitch assness or just um, attitude but how did the person react to that were they even like them even finny them I even finny grease as people I would have said they were just dazed they were just like, like okay like, like yeah like <laughs> Never know that side they are missing. So they were like, huh? "How much you moving? There ever my black woman. <laughs> she is strong. She is strong. Hey, push the woman in the top. Push the woman in the top. But the ladies are everything. In her face. But no, I think he was like, "Whoa, that's her." And he was just dazed, and it was good for two days, and then it wasn't because then it's so key, you know, what the reality is. So that relationship happened, more than happened, but um, you overcame yeah. and you truly forgave. What's your advice to someone who maybe has gone through a relationship or something that they're finding a hard time forgiving, whether it's their mother, whether it's their father, 
whatever situation it is, what's the first step that they should take? So you said to yourself, okay, that happened. It really did. So acknowledging what happened. Yeah, because for me, sometime when it would replay in my head or right. it popped up, it's so shocking saying happened. You get so upset because like you want... You get upset again. Yeah, you want like... You're like, but wait, me didn't reach me. No, yeah. me supposed to get upset. The therapist said everything cool again. Yeah, you get upset and you replay it because one, you realize I can't change it. I can't turn by the time it done happen. happened. How could I have allowed that happen? Or how could they have done that to me? You know? So you just have to start going, okay, it happened and it now changed. So That's number one, thing. guys, the first step to truly forgiving mm-hmm. something is acknowledging the growth the experience as a result of what happened right and what did it make you learn about yourself because Thank you said you. earlier that sometimes we also cause things on people that we don't right. accept and something that i also learned from church we got my good up church transform life church yes the church <laughs> where give me movie pass when i was a visitor so every summer we have a series god on film you come in when you come you get a little movie pass first time and second time visitors come yes she's plugging transform life it's a nice church ever. though guys it's a nice church <laughs> but um they taught me like okay so it happened but then it also teaches you that God allows certain things to happen so you can realize what's on the inside right. of you. So I realized, okay, girl, you got some anger on the inside of you. But the thing is that I realized that a lot of times when bad things happen to us and people will shadily say, like, I know she, I know she had tried to look for God, but redemption is for everybody mm. grace is for everybody. everybody so when people make comments like that i know and i know people may have said things about you when you were going through whatever situation but mm-hmm. forgiveness as well is just moving on despite the odds and just yes. not pay people with them um any mind any other um suggestion third step for me you now and this is what helped me because me said when there's something pop up in my head me mean it would pop up in my head mm-hmm. 10 times a day then probably five and every single time that next step them teach me is when you come up in your head, you say, I forgive the situation. Because you, you, sometimes you will want to go back and say, you know, say, when John Brown did do this to me, I start again. Mm-hmm. But when you forgive something, literally release you it. You have to release it. Let it go. Even when it comes back in your mind and you want to talk about it, or when you want just to let plan it go. up for the next time you see the person. Right. Unless you're using it as a tool to help somebody exactly. get over something. You totally to, agree with that. You have to remind yourself, Joel, you said you forgave that. So acceptance. Accept it. Acceptance. So and you then accept also, that it happened. You right? accept that you cannot change it. Accept that you can't and change it. And now you will say to yourself, I have the power to let this go. Right. I I'm in control Releasing. of my life. Mm-hmm. My mind is not a slave to my emotions. My emotions do around me. So guess what? We're on top of this. So every single time it came to my head, and even though that's my tool, any any like a crisis thing, but coming on my head for upset me, I say I release it in the name of Jesus. I forgive it, and I don't want to feel this. It's not a part of me. This is not who I am. I forgive it or I let it go. Yeah. Let it go. And if you need a day to sit down and cry it out, you cry it out. You pick yourself up. And it is it's a muscle that you have to exercise. It is something that you have to repeat or like you're studying for exam. Sometimes you have to say it out loud to yourself. I let it go. I release it. I forgive it. I was thinking when I was preparing notes for the show today and mm-hmm. I said to myself, you know why forgiveness is something so hard? Mm-hmm. Because it's coming from the heart it's yeah it's emotional it's, it's coming from heart. the heart because you guys no you cannot nobody can hurt you that you didn't love 
So, because it started there, it's gonna end there. No, sir, you're too strong. She needs to. Um, who we can talk to? <laughs> who, who, which, which, which um, guru, social media guru uh, to give her Oprah. a page? You know, hope, hope. Masterclass. You know, um, but that's really true, guys. Um, yeah. So, think about the incident that angered you. Accept it, right? Mm-hmm. Acknowledge the growth you experience as a result of it. And also, tell yourself that you're not a slave. Yeah. And also, I'm just going to add to that. Finally, decide whether or not. You want to tell the other person that you have forgiven him or her? That's your decision. Your decision. Or if he dies, or if he decide not to express forgiveness directly, do it on your own. Say that I forgive you, as Joy mm-hmm. was saying, as What's much that, as you, you know need we're to. Talking about too, the forget part. Can you really forgive and forget? No, you don't have to forget. You know, God give you a brain for remember things fairy. So forgiving and forget is in that pharisaical. No, uh, you know, at them something where people make up that thing there. You don't have to forget because really and truly the situation happened for a reason. You need to remember those lessons. Remember that she yeah, you gotta remember those lessons. So whatever it is that happened, it's not don't kill yourself to forget. You don't have to. Yeah, I recently went through something like two weeks ago and I had to just forgive the person. Mm-hmm. And it's it, the person betrayed me. Mm-hmm. And I just had to forgive the person. And forgiveness for me, as you say. It don't mean somebody got chummy chummy with you, and yeah. I, and I, what I'm trying to do now is not just cut off people. Like right. the relationship or the friendship that I had earlier right. in the year that I did just cut off the person because that was necessary. That was necessary, right. but like okay. I just know how to maneuver and what to say. It's how you approach a person. Not everybody, and I'm learning that in the growing up. You don't have to cut everybody off. In the sweet by and by, you just adjust yeah. it, boo We shall have a grand time. Oh no more sad of me. Glory. But Joel, um before we wrap up, mm-hmm. one last thing I wanna say. How are you feeling now? I'm feeling great because it's like from a forgive the big something they're like, okay, you, you get like a forgiveness, can, you yeah. get a forgiveness, you get and guess what? I'm free. Free yeah. Free to lift her head. I wish I knew the song to join in, but Yeah, no, I <laughs> Because I forgive, I don't have nothing stressing up my head. My brain is free, so I can think about ways to like make money and serve God and not worry about the person who hurt me. So I, I'm happier. Mm-hmm. I'm happier. Tell them where they can find you on social media. Um, you can find me on joe.glow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right, joe.glow, right? Yes. Right. Okay. G L O W. Because somebody did take the one without the W. Alright, so guys, uh, forgiving, you don't have to forget. You can forgive. Mm-hmm. Alright, so before we end the episode, forgiving doesn't mean that you are pardoning or excusing the other person's actions. It doesn't mean you need to tell the person that he or she is forgiven. It doesn't mean you shouldn't have any more feelings about the situation. It doesn't mean there is nothing further to work out in the relationship, man. Everything is okay. Forgiveness just simply means acknowledging what happened and you're trying to move on. What are your final words, Joe, to the people? My final words to the people. Whatever you're holding on to is not worth your sanity. It's not worth your happiness. It's not worth your mental health. There's so much more to life than what the person did to you. Whatever it is, whether it is big and life-changing or small and trivial, you can let it go. You are in charge. You are the master of your life. You have the power. You are not a slave to your emotions. So move on and let it go. Let mm. it go, boo-boo, glow. Don't you want to glow and look mm. beautiful? Mm. You can't do that when you're at heavy mm. with the people mm. them stressed. And no. the people them bad. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, no. That's another episode. Yes. 
Thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. You know I love you. Bro. And I also want to thank my friend Peter and Pierce yes, for accommodating me in her apartment studio again. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Guys, uh, this episode was a really raw and just honest episode about how we feel about forgiveness. And this is not limited to millennials, but just generally. I feel like we need to forgive others more. Yeah. Right? Amen. And you know, if you think I haven't forgiven you, trust me, I have. Don't edit this out. I have. If me and you ever have beef, I have honestly, truly forgiven you. You are free Echo to... Like Angel and Spice, they have yeah. beef the day. And Angel at about said the song. Our song gone um, 1 million views. It gone 1 million views because Spice is in it, the Angel. Right now. Anyway, moving on. Yes, <laughs> back to what you were saying. <laughs> but I have forgiven you. I truly have. This is my message to anybody I've ever had beef with. Anybody that I've cut off. It don't mean we have to be besties, but we can approach each other and be cordial. You know? half of the stuff that we hold on to is so petty in the grand scheme of things i have moved on you are loved jesus bless you have a good day thank you so much joel and i'm gonna end the episode with the scripture that i started with colossians 3 verse 13 bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the lord forgave you remember that god forgive me time and time again 70 times 7 Mm -hmm. the bible says this guys Mm -hmm. forgiveness starts within Thanks for tuning into Living Millennially with Steph Carver at episode 5. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Tell them bye. No, tell them bye. bye. Tell them bye, Rona, the back, Peter. Um. <laughs> or studio audience. Sure. Producer. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Living Millennially with Steph Kai. If you like what you just heard, please share, leave a review, or you can follow the Instagram page at Live Millennially or me on social media at StephKai8. Be sure to check out the other episodes if you haven't. What are you waiting for? Join us next time for another episode of Living Millennially with StephKai. I'm StephKai. Until then, walk good.